Welcome back to the Take 5 podcast, where two obsessive theater kids from rural Virginia chat with Broadway pros about their top five favorite anything, as long as it has to do with musical theater. The Take 5 podcast is partnered with Room 16 Theater Arts. Room 16 is dedicated to creating tailored and enriching classes in all facets of theater to help blossoming artists like Evan and Serena. Today, Take 5 says hello to Chase Ramsey, who plays Elder Cunningham in Broadway's Book of Mormon. And now, let's Take 5. Hi, Serena. Hi, Evan. And welcome back, everyone, to another episode of, of the, the Take, take five, 5 Podcast. Podcast. What did you say? I Take 5 Podcast, just a little slower. Oh, okay. I, I heard, like, podast. You know. <laughs> the Take 5 Podcast. <laughs> uh, boy, do we have an episode have- <laughs> for you today, folks. We have um, our guest today is Chase Ramsey, Ooh. Ooh. Um, who that I believe- sounded spooky, like Ooh. he's a ghost, like Chase Ramsey. <laughs> well, he's not a ghost, but you know what he is, Evan? What is he, Serena? <laughs> he was Elder Cunningham on Broadway, Whoa. one of the ones on Broadway, yeah. <laughs> Um uh, for Book of Mormon, Woo-hoo. which leads into our topic today, which today with Chase, we are going to be talking about um, our top five funny, favorite funniest musicals or comedy musicals. Favorite, our but, top five funniest musicals. Because yes. Book of Mormon is a comedy. It's, uh, <laughs> many people don't know uh, this. Yes. <laughs> It takes some uh, dramaturgy while watching in order to understand the comedic depth and commentary of Book of Mormon, but it is a comedy. Um, Nonetheless. Nonetheless. So, please enjoy. Enjoy. This episode of. This episode of. The Take Take Five Five Podcast. Hi, Chase. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> That's Hello. how we greet everyone. Love that. Yeah. Love that. I love that. I feel you ready take now. take on that weird tone. <laughs> oh, I'm super ready now. I'm so... <laughs> I know. We really woke you up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resonance of our voice. Yes. Okay. Well, Chase, first off, how have you been? How yeah. have you been dealing with quarantine? We've never met before, but just tell hey. the audience... Um, how, how you've been dealing with all of this? Well, the audience does need to know you've you've already introduced it, but, uh, Serena, I do know Serena and she's a phenomenal performer. We, we did a workshop together in New York city. (laughs) She's a star. She's the next best thing. If theater exists again, which I hope Mm -hmm. it does, you know, she'll be the next best thing. Gave me a little panic attack. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have been... Uh, pretty good. I'm actually, my family is all from Utah. So when this first happened, we thought, oh, we're going to take a month vacation when Broadway closed mm-hmm. and my kids' schools shut down for a month. We were like, we're going to take yeah. a vacation to Utah, go see our family. Like, this is awesome. Well, it wasn't awesome and it's not awesome. Um, <laughs> But, you know, we're making the best of it. And, uh, you know, Broadway's not supposed to return until mid-February for rehearsal yeah. and then open in oh, March. Oh, has it been changed to February now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. at least at least for our show. And and we have to, we've got to get the sh- build the show back yeah. up, of course. And that was always kind of the, 
the what everyone assumed would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but however, that's, you know, we've been given four dates, you know, so far. So it could be pushed back. It could be longer. So I'm just trying to thrive the best I can. I, in fact, um, I built out my father's basement in, oh. in Orem, Utah, which is right next to Provo, where Brigham Young University is, which is okay. funny because I am in the Book of Mormon musical. So um, this is, and, and I am in a house full of Mormons. So yes, it's, it, it is my life. I, I haven't, yeah. I really haven't left Broadway. Um, and uh, I, I'm getting, I'm currently getting a real estate license <laughs> so, that, so that I can supplement income during this time because the, yeah. because the government doesn't care about artists. Yeah, seriously, shout out to the government. If wherever you're you are, listening, if you're listening. Oh. I um, know you're listening, <laughs> government officials. Oh, they're watching this whole thing. They I know, know. I know. I know Nancy always tunes into Oh, <laughs> she thinks it's hilarious too. She's yeah. just loving this. Yeah. Um, and what else? Oh, I luckily out here, you know, obviously we are we are staying very very safe. There's a lot of mm-hmm. quarantine and every uh, rules and things, um, but the local theaters are still kind of opening up here. So they're they're oh. moving forward here, um, which a lot of people have a lot of thoughts on safe and not safe, like good and bad. Um, but I happen to write a musical with one of my. Uh, partners and okay it just got picked up at a at a theater here in utah called the hale center theater you'll have to look it up because it's actually um will swenson do you know will swenson performer no. well no. you well you do know his wife audra mcdonald okay. oh and so now yeah. I, I, I i remember who audra mcdonald's <laughs> husband whose name is will swenson he's he's mm-hmm. famous he's a tony nominated actor sure he was in hair yes. he was in hair he was in Waitress. <laughs> he was in Waitress. Very good. Yes. You know Will. Yes. You know Will. Good. So, yes. I so totally. Will's family. Will, if you're if you're listening, Williker, <laughs> Jimmy Williker, his uh, <laughs> his his family started this theater in Utah. Uh-huh. So it's he directed. He grew up at this theater. All that stuff. Anyway, yeah. so we're um, our musical is premiering here at this theater, which is super Very super exciting. awesome. Um, I'm a director in a past life. I used to work for the Walt Disney Company as a director. So, wow. so I get to go back to my roots because I can't act right now and I will be yeah. also directing the play. So that's, that's good and should help supplement the income. I'm also teaching at Utah Valley University, teaching a couple of acting classes. Wow. Awesome. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just trying to survive because I have three children. Yeah. Um, yep. If it was just me, I would be doing what my other, you know, single actor friends a lot of them are doing because they look like millionaires they're like traveling the country going to all of the national parks i'm like aren't you aren't we supposed to be poor we're, right now yeah we're supposed to also, convince we everyone we're poor to travel. Yeah, we're I, 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 I thought of entering this business under the under the <laughs> preconceived notion that i would be poor this whole time exactly <laughs> no i mean that's that's how it's supposed to be, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm going to make money, oh, ew. I'm going to have to deal with that. Shout out to yeah. money. Oh. Shout out to money. <laughs> Shout out to money. Uh, hashtag boom. money. Hashtag government. Hashtag Betsy Devos. 
Hashtag Thank you for your time. Hashtag Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Pelosi. <laughs> um, just, should we? So let's yeah. begin let's, our list. Yes, yes. Okay. So today, we're going today. over our top yes. five funniest musicals, yes. in our opinion. Yes. Okay. Yes. All righty. Okay. Um, so Chase, would you like to start us off oh, with your num- number, five? number five? Sure. I will say, <laughs> I will say, just so I don't hurt anyone's feelings out in the world or get blacklisted, which is possible. Um, I, f- I, uh... Five is hard. There are so many yeah. amazing musicals. Yeah. I'm also in one of the funniest musicals ever written on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I so so I'm gonna I'm probably gonna put that on the list. I'm not gonna give away any spoilers though. However, I'm it's fine. I'm not gonna put it in number one because that's just too easy. But mm-hmm. it, it truly is unbelievably brilliant. So anyway, my yes. my fifth, my number five is called The Drowsy Chaperone. <gasps> Yeah. Uh, uh, well, so here's some overlay. This always happens. In another episode, um, both of us, me and Coco, had both had Drowsy Chaperone mm. on our lists. Mm-hmm. But yes, what what mm. makes that show for you? Yeah, I think Drowsy Chaperone, it's, I mean, the man in the chair is just one of the best written characters probably in yes. the past 20 years. Like such Definitely. a brilliant written character. Also, I think the humor probably comes from how well, how much that character is in all of us theater people, you know? Yeah. So, so with, with the heartbreak of that show, with the, with the beauty of that show also comes the comedy because it's so much, it's so close, <laughs> it's so close to home. You know what I mean? Just this, the, these tropes being put out in front of you, like the things that we've grown up with and we've sort of been our whole lives. So. That, that you so plainly see mm-hmm. in theater. <laughs> right. I, so, I, I love it when modern shows take a jab at how obscenely <laughs> racist old shows are. Because it's, if you go back and watch, it's oh. it's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert and Sullivan, uh, was, okay. that was a different time. Yes. The Gilbert and Sullivan era, era oh, was... Oh, God. <laughs> Woo! Um, and Drowsy Chaperone does era. such a great job at taking jabs at that sort at, of at thing. At everything, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's... So that's, like, the most relatable comedy that I can think of that, that relates to, yeah. my, to my experiences, my profession, my, my life, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, so... Yeah. 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 Re- I never thought of it as just being the most relatable show. Mm. Um, it also has... One of the best original casts. Yeah. Ever. Well, and you know um, that whole production team is also the production team on Book of Mormon. Casey, yeah. Casey yeah. Nicola, our stage manager Karen Moore. They're they're all original. They're all from that. And it so many great one liners, and it <laughs> every single line you can find funny for your own personal reasons. Like the one where the one that stands out the most in my mind is when. Beth Levels is like, well, why don't you go up and ask him? Why don't you say, Roger, do you love me? And that's just the funniest line to me ever, and I don't know why. But anyway. I mean, we, we're we're talking to the guy who thought King Lear was funny. So honestly, yeah, I thought King Lear was hilarious. Honestly, I'm expecting I'm expecting Dear Evan Hansen to be at the top of your list or Hades. Thing, honestly, like. It's going to get dark in here. It's going to get yeah. dark. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, 
Serena, would you like to my give us your five? number five? My number five, I think, has been on a number of my list, lists so far, mm. and I think almost always at number five, actually. But it's um, it's Putnam County Spelling Bee. Okay. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of this musical. I love William Finn, and it's just I think for comedy, uh, it takes it takes popular stereotypes and tropes but on children <laughs> and, mm. um, and just tropes, but make it children. Yes. <laughs> and it just, um, Tripe. it puts a, <laughs> it puts a little, <laughs> it puts a little more heart into them, yeah. but it's also, I, I crack up watching it all the time because I love the, personally, I don't like being a part of audience participation, mm-hmm. but I like watching people go through it. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's such a creative show. It's so high energy and just goofy fun to me, but it still has a, a very sweet uh, part of the show too, which balances it out pretty well. And I think this is also kind of funny because I don't know if you were there, but at the cast party of uh, the show we did together, Chase, me and Chris casted everyone in that show. Okay, what and was that? You were... Um, William Barfee. Of course, of course. <laughs> Barfee. Because, because you know, you know who replaced him on Broadway mm-hmm. was Josh Gad, who yeah. is also Elder Cunningham. So yep. yeah, that's... <laughs> Two type guests. Yeah, totally. I'll just um, follow his career. That sounds fine. I'm fine with that. That's fine. It, and just by design, I think Putnam is the a gold mine for one-liners and stuff yeah. like that, purely because of the setup of word definition. Yep. Every single time they say something, <laughs> it's like, that is the funniest thing yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> and the, I think the characters are so funny. I think my favorite character has always been um, Leaf Coney Bear, that I'm so sad he leaves midway through. Just I think one of my favorite moments he has is randomly they're talking to Olive about, like, I think she says, it's a hard time for girls. And then in the background, um, he just falls off. And, and then he just looks at the audience and he just like slowly cowers back to seat. And they're like, and boys. And he just starts putting on a helmet in the background. <laughs> my my favorite character, character in that will always be Panch. Just because I relate to him so much. That's the vice principal. <laughs> they won't let, let me, me be, be principal. principal. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Okay, on... What's your number five, Evan? My number five is... Is? Spamalot. Oh! Which... Beat out. Yes, which beat out Putnam. However, that was a cutthroat year for musical (laughs) comedies. That was Putnam, Spamalot, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, right? Oh, Dirty Rotten Genius, yeah. Yeah, filled to the brim. Um, But... Spamalot, it's just one of those shows where you're so thoroughly entertained mm-hmm. the entire time. Um, and they do a really good job, I think, because it's Monty Python mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. They do a better um, a better job more than any other musical I've seen to just be so um, random and out of pocket <laughs> all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing is very linear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all just... Well, we have a Broadway budget. Let's take this one <laughs> sh- this one joke and spend thousands of dollars on it. Yeah, right. um, that's no. like like that's um, incredible. the very 
like one of the very first shows is when um, he says England, but then they start going Finland, 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 <laughs> and they uh, have they have a whole off. set in costumes for this one joke. The beginning of random <laughs> that, humor. I know, That's unbelievable. And then yeah. it's like I said England, and it's like okay, well let's put this whole set away, and you'll never see it again. It's incredible. I My I God. love that. I still need to see Spamalot. I'm Spamalot a- is the yeah. Sunday in the Park with George oh, of Com. <laughs> I am Whoa. such a big fan of Monty Python. That, that a is statement. a big statement. No, <laughs> um, you can take that right to Mr. Sondheim. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be watching. Don't you worry. He's gonna be watching. I texted him. I texted him. Yeah, dude, Steve's gonna be on anytime. I know. Um, anytime. I, uh, I, my dream role in that show is to play the assistant that always does the, the, the things. Oh yeah. yeah. The one. You know the. You know the song. I, I forget. It's like I'm, I'm by myself. But I'm alone. Alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to be the guy in the background. Like, my dream position is to be the guy in the background that's, like, discovering I'm... that he's saying he's alone, but I'm actually on stage. Yeah. That's my dream that's... role right there. It's very sadly relatable. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, like, mm. subtly experiencing that that moment. of Yeah. <laughs> And if I'm going to interrupt him, oh, dude, that's acting yeah. 101 right there. I just want to do it. <laughs> and, and it's just a show created entirely for the purpose of comedy. There's mm-hmm. no, yeah. like, uh, Drowsy Chaperone and other other stuff like that. They have themes to them. Yeah, it's heavy. Where, yeah. And unless um, John Cleese wants to weigh in in any way, I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> that there's no real thesis to um, spam a lot other than... <laughs> Look at how stupid we are. That's awesome. And and I have to appreciate a piece of theater for existing for that because very rarely will you get a piece of theater that's just we did this <laughs> and you're gonna laugh Here about it. Here you go. It. Here you go. So kind awesome. of funny. It's so awesome. <laughs> All right, Chase. Okay, number four. Number four. Okay. Um, my number four uh, is. The producers. Ooh, already overlay for me. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, can I just say, hang on, if I I have this correctly, can I just say right now, my number four is also oh, the producers. Yes. Okay. So, well, let's bam. let's jam it out Mine together. Is yeah, higher. let's have let's, a dialogue. Let's jam it out uh, together. Let's skip Evan. The, the thing is, though, <laughs> that's fair. Evan. The thing is, the producers being number four is kind of an insult to the producers because it's yeah. so much better than that. However, know, I, however, like what? How incredible that there are shows that we believe are funnier than the producers. I know. Like what? I mean, we're lucky. I, to have theater. I, we're I lucky think to have that I think that Mel Brooks has received enough <laughs> accolades that he won't be bothered by us putting his musical okay. that has won the most Tonys out of every show ever. It deserved it. It deserved it. <laughs> yes. It, here's the I thing. Know, it totally let's, did. Let's give Susan Stroman some love then, because what she mm-hmm. did to the stage version was also incredible. Yes. And then the revival of the movie was yes. Just, yes, I was going to say she directed yes. the movie so, too, correct? So brilliant. It's yes. so And all the, I mean, everything with, um, uh, 
the director and his assistant, right? Yes. I, I forget that Roger Roger Barr and Roger uh, Debris. Yes. Oh my. And, oh um, my gosh. <laughs> May I take your hat, your coats, and your swastikas? <laughs> oh, we were at a rally. Everybody was wearing them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, and, that, and, that, and that whole scene when they're going to, well, uh, without your wig on, in my opinion, you're only half dressed. Well, then why don't you go fetch it, oh wicked witch, oh, wicked of, the witch of the west? Of the west. If your intention was to shoot an arrow into my heart, bullseye! Bullseye! <laughs> oh, and then the moment when, Roger, we are not alone. <laughs> that And I, his common-law assistant. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the, the amazing thing about the movie is that all of that stuff was worked out on stage. I know. Like those yeah. actors found all of those moments on stage and then we got to it's just and you can watch clips from the original online and it's like mind-blowing yes how gary beach i think him performing that is possibly one of the greatest (laughs) comedic performances ever and every time i see i i never not laugh whenever i see his face when everyone goes, please don't take this out of context. Yeah. When everyone goes, Heil Hitler! Yeah. And, and he then he goes, goes like, uh, like and then his face. Just the pure joy of being on stage. <laughs> I know. Oh my and God. I was just like, oh, you go. Um, <laughs> so and that's, that's living the dream, I think. Yeah. <laughs> great musical. Number four. Yes, yes. great musical. Um, yeah. Are we on to my number four? Yeah, since my number four has been done. In fact, most of my list has already been stated at this point. (laughs) Great, here we go. Yeah. So my number four um, is uh, is Avenue Q. Oh! um, Which I think is a wonderful comedy. Mm. Um, it, It takes puppets and... That it is does. already amazing. It does take But um, I love how it takes, uh, like, the idea of, like, Sesame Street, like, that whole kind of format. Like, they have this, the guest, they have the... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so funny to me. <laughs> when but the guest is Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman. <laughs> so awesome. The best. And they have, like... R.I.P. Gary Coleman. <laughs> yeah. And R.I.P. Gary Beach, we didn't say yes. earlier. Oh, Gary Beach, um, of course. But they take things like... Um, what are their names? Ernie and yeah, Bert Ernie. Bert they take Bert Ernie, Ernie, Ernie and they dive into the fact that, like, you know, they're, one of them's probably gay. The tension there. The, the yeah. sexual tension. It's like, yeah. what if you actually took these puppets and they were actually living the lives that they're pretending yeah. to live on Sesame Street? Yeah. Genius. Literally living that, like that the audience projects on. To like them. instead of like Sesame Street, I mean Sesame Street takes place in New York, right? Like they're kind of. I know that it takes like, place on mm-hmm. Sesame Street. On Sesame that's Street, that's all. That's all. But I it's know. kind of a New York. Yeah, it's a New York setting. thing. It's a New York. Yeah. Thing. Uh-huh. So they took like it's an just a <laughs> street in the middle of the desert. <laughs> <laughs> but that but, that's me making a fan fiction, anyways. <laughs> but I like that they took. <laughs> they really just. <laughs> they really just said like. You know, realistically, if these puppets were trying to live in New York with, like, not the best-paying jobs, they wouldn't be living the best life. Yeah, I and I love <laughs> I love that they made Cookie Monster a sex-crazed, <laughs> porn-addicted <laughs> guy. <laughs> and I love that they also took the fact that they have monsters and, like, people puppets and 
brought that into ra racism. An almost dystopian concept? My fan fiction is already getting extrapolated <laughs> oh my gosh. more and Honestly, more. Evan, I think you should, I you think should I write should write it in a world. No, they're, they're, it's, it's crazy how you take something so simple. Like in storytelling, you take the idea of like Cookie Monster, which is mm -hmm. his whole character is based on an addiction. And all, yeah. and all you do, <laughs> and you literally just supplement the addiction, and what all if of a this sudden, was the bad, the bad one. <laughs> you know what the next one is? It's Winnie the Pooh. It's all of the because right, Winnie the Pooh is based on yeah. actual like, uh, d <laughs> like uh, um, mental disabilities, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Gosh, it wouldn't be very funny. That'd probably be a drama, no. but but yeah, you know, like it's incredible. And and you know who wrote Avenue Q, right? Yes. Bobby Lopez. Yeah. Who also who wrote, wrote Who also wrote Frozen. Book oh, Book of Mormon. Oh right. yeah. And, and <laughs> Book of Mormon. Yeah. I that's what you were yeah. getting at. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah, he wrote Book of Mormon and, and is an absolute genius. Absolutely. Like yes. un and unreal. I I want to point out something very funny. It's the same thing for uh, Book of Mormon, but I need to I need to just say that um when I was growing up, uh, some of the first musical theater songs I was ever introduced to were by my father, and they were <laughs> "If You Were Gay," <laughs> and um, and then he added in only the Mormon songs from Book of Mormon. <laughs> so I knew "Turn Hello, It Off." Hello, turn it off. Which is like also the back of my hand at seven. Turn it off is pretty much "If I Were Gay" too. Same yeah. song, <laughs> right? Same thing. Yeah. I just thought and, that was and also keep it gay. Keep it gay. from so all. Keep it gay. So I think what we learned today is gay is funny. Gay is funny. Great. Great. That's a great take for people to take away from this. We fully support at the Jake Fight podcast. Do not actually find the concept of homosexuality or any non-heterosexuality comedic. You are valid. In all that you are. Yes. Anyways, my number four has already been yep. stated. Great. So let's move on, Chase, to, to your number, number three. three. Number three, um, it's it is a shame, and totally not true. But for the sake of this, it is mm -hmm. the Book of Mormon musical is number okay. three for me. Yes, Fair. which okay. which okay. is truly I I have seen the show four hundred times. And it and it is still it is still fresh. It's still funny. It's so incredible, and I'm I'm currently writing a musical with four other writers, and the music writer is um, Michael Patrick Walker, who wrote um, Alter Boys. Okay, mm -hmm. you guys have heard of Alter Boys, um, and uh, it's it's a comedy, and it just it makes me realize how genius Book of Mormon actually is. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. all of these shows we're talking about. But, yeah. but Book of Mormon, man, it's it's hard to make a musical <laughs> comedy kill it on Broadway. It truly is. Yeah. There's only been a few, like mm -hmm. really, really good ones, as we're seeing, right? It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's very thin. Uh, so Book of Mormon is just unbelievable. Kudos to everybody that worked on it. It's unreal. And the fact that I get to be a part of it, dream come true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. And, uh, Book of Mormon is the one show that I've seen where I'm watching it and I'm like, they can do this and <laughs> yeah. be successful with it? 
do yeah. you know what those words mean? Yeah. I felt so ashamed and wrong standing in the line to get early tickets because I was like, everyone thinks I'm a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> I know the show, I swear. That's so funny. <laughs> I know what I'm going to Turn into. it off. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, it's funny. Oh. Brilliant okay, musical. Serene. Moving on. Yes. Nine number three? You're number three, Serena. My number three I have seen twice, but it was the national tour. Mm. Um, it is Something Rotten. Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. Man, <laughs> y'all are theater people at heart. I'm yep, telling you, yeah. your choices are coming as... I love it. Yes. Love it. This show, I, I need to say, I had I didn't know about it when it was on Broadway, but my mom was like, we're going to go see a show. It's on tour right now. I was like, okay. And I like laughed my butt off because it's also one of those shows that takes... I think all comedy just takes something that is we are familiar with mm -hmm. and plays off of um, real life things and also just like pushes them to the max. It's also a show that probably has the best, um, what do you call it? What's mu a, a musical, that song? Oh, Showstopper. Showstopper. That was like a crazy number. Mm. And it does... All, all of these shows that we're listing have great showstoppers. Yes. They do. They do. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Springtime for Hitler. Yeah. Slash Heil Myself. Yes, of course. You have Don't to. Don't forget. Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember laughing so much watching this. And it, especially, that was maybe one of the best tours I've seen of a show. Mm. I thought it had a great cast. Um, it was, it was very enjoyable. I love the, um, the, the, the Puritan guy who's just secretly gay. <gasps> I'm not, oh my goodness. Um, like the parallels the are parallel. incredible. Parallel. Um, <laughs> um, there it is again. You can't succeed on Broadway if you don't have any gays. Have any gays. <laughs> Great. Um, love it. I love just, if, if anyone doesn't know the show, they basically, um, this guy who's this huge underdog, he's writing shows, is in the shadow of William Shakespeare, who's this raging narcissist, um, who is hilarious to me that they made him like this rock star. Like Will, Christian Borle. He does Christian an Borle amazing job. So then Brian gives... Darcy James is the other character? Yes. yes. Okay, I, I haven't seen the show. That. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And John Cariani, I think, is the brother. Yes. Mm. Who wrote Almost Maine. Whoa. Yeah. Throwing that in. <laughs> um, Not... Really, kind of a comedy. <laughs> Could be taken as a comedy. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> it's not a musical. Get it out of not this. Not a musical. Plays are less. But plays are less. I less. <laughs> Musicals, plays. <laughs> I think I remember two things that made me laugh the most was one when he first tried to write a musical for the first time and it comes on stage and you just hear, the black death is getting closer. And they're like, this is too soon. Like everyone's like, no, you can't write this. And it's it, that was such a funny moment. And then when he... Very topical. Yeah. And then when he writes, when he writes, he gets the, the, the Nostradamus... Um, <laughs> mistakes Hamlet for Omelette. So the whole show is just him writing a musical about eggs and trying yeah. to make it meaningful. Even though, actually, I could totally be pulling this entire fact out of my rear right uh -huh. now. Oh, here but we I'm go. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the original person that Hamlet was based off of, their name was either Omelette or spelled <laughs> with an O to some degree. <laughs> I think. 
Oh. Should I look that up right now, or should we just let the audience? I, they can probably. Let's let the audience go Actually, that. how about this? Nobody look anything up. <laughs> just believe what I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And um, let's move on. <laughs> I was just going to say one line that, uh, I'm probably taking up too much time, but this line made me laugh, and it goes along with producers, because I'm going to say one another funny thing is Nazis. Um, <laughs> done right. Done right. <laughs> but done right. they have a line where it's just or like... done wrong, if you will. <laughs> but I love the line where he's just like, there's these people called the Nazis, like, are they the good guys or the bad guys? And it's like, I don't know, but I feel like we should get that right. And then later in the show, they come in, they go, it's the Nazis. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, it does I... sound like, I, and I haven't seen it again, but it sounds like the humor <laughs> is very similar to Spam a lot. Right, it where they, yes. ta- they, ta- really they, they take a tangent and they, they and, and, and allow it And I love something rotten because it's so fully committed to comedy. <laughs> yeah. um, I did a workshop once, and running the workshop was one of the stage managers of that show. Hmm. And she told us a story about um, how when it initially opened, it got horrible reviews. Oh. Hmm. So what they did was oh. they took... <laughs> um, <clears throat> They took the nicest part of a review that they could find and put it everywhere, <laughs> yeah. and it was just a show opened on Broadway, and that was it. That's, that's and right. So, so they took the concept of it being something rotten, yeah. and it was just like, of course we would get bad reviews starting off. That's the concept of the show. I love that. Which is genius, genius to me. Oh, Pure genius. Oh and then gosh. it ran, uh, it had a great yeah. run. Yep. Um, that's good marketing. Wow, yeah. that is great marketing. And you know who yeah. directed that play? I do not. Tell us. Casey Nicola directed that play. Oh, he he, he also directed the Book of Mormon musical. There Casey we Nicola. go. There we go. In There's fact, so line. Casey Nicola is, I mean, he's like the biggest right now. He directed The Prom, Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Which I saw. Me yes. too. Great. <laughs> Didn't see either of them. <laughs> Honestly, I am the guy. Although we are talking about musicals, I'm the guy that only sees plays. I hardly see musicals. That's Emma, fine. That's fine. Emma. That's fine. Um, but we're forcing you now to give your opinions on musicals. I, lo- I love what it. Matters. I love it. Well, yeah, these, these are really good ones. So, <laughs> so um, my number three. Finally, mm. getting to one that hasn't been said. Um, my number three is. Falsettos. This is on somewhere on my uh-huh. list. <laughs> so wow. of all of all of the shows on my list, it's the least com- it's, it's the least sad. comedy. I'm not gonna say the least comedic. It's gotcha. the least of a comedy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I think the incredibly dry and human wit yeah. that comes through with every single <laughs> line, especially in the first act of just every song they take this incredibly real aspect of humanity mm-hmm. and then just like say it in a really concise line yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just like that's hilarious <laughs> like when he comes on and he goes marvin at the psychiatrist a, a three-part, three-part mini, mini opera. opera i'm like this is this is amazing <laughs> i love what i'm seeing and um the line my <laughs> father's a homo <laughs> I, we're back to this 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 theme, and we're back, and we're back. Hey, um, but that's a theme in all of William Finn's shows. Yes. Um, 
But it's also yeah. a theme in New York and in life and, yes, and everywhere life. that I've ever been. So in I'm comedy glad that and it's tragedy. in. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I also think it has the most tragic end. Like it literally <laughs> is a tragedy. Yeah. Um, false, false by settings. definition, can you, can you ruin the ending settings. because I haven't seen it? Um, I plug your ears for the next thirty seconds, I guess, if yeah. you haven't seen it. But also, I feel like, really quick, hot take. I feel like you can't spoil a musical because the then point is not. It. No, no, no. You can't spoil a musical oh, I in see. the sense like, that you won't yeah. be yeah. able to. It's Even if you know the plot play. point, it's it. it's being there. Yeah. That means something. Mm-hmm. So I am going to spoil, spoil it. But at the it, same please. time, I'm not going to spoil it because spoilers don't exist. Right. Um, <laughs> so it, it ends with um, Marvin's lover, who he is on and off with the entire show. It ends of him dying from AIDS mm-hmm. during the mm-hmm. AIDS epidemic in mm-hmm. New York. And it's incredibly tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many complex emotions. Mm-hmm. The fact that this character, who on his own probably um, had the least interaction with all the other characters yeah. in the show, and yet his death has an incredibly unique, mm-hmm. um, invokes something incredibly unique from every mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. and and is comedic sometimes. Yeah. Um, Trina, her song, Holding to the Ground, while mm-hmm. I do not consider that a comedic song, she talks about this, this man just took her life that her mother told her would be Jewish and straight and made it not that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it has a lot of lines in songs that you you don't think about when you're hearing it but when you like go back there you're like that's really funny yes really. i i forget mm. the exact well it makes me laugh yeah. i i still laugh when i hear <laughs> all of it. Well, the all of the best time... dramas all the best dramas yeah are that yeah way. they're so funny um, yeah there was a line that i kind of heard a little bit but i never laughed at it but it was i'm not getting exactly correct but it's like if you see smoke because my mother's on the phone, just say um, her sons are all on fire. Yeah. That is such a random line. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. But the it's just chaos, is... and it's so clever, and fits so well into yeah. everything. Uh, if they're smoking, because our mother's on the phone, they say their sons, sons are, are all, all on fire. fire. Anyways, <laughs> Chase, you're number two. There it is. Uh, number two is, we are now getting to the satires. Mm. Uh, so number two is Little Shop of Horrors. Really? Yeah. That is that is also somewhere in my list. Is it? Um, awesome. It is. Yeah. Actually, we had the pleasure. That was the last show that Serena and I saw yeah. in New York before everything uh, shut down. Did you see the Jonathan Groff one? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, what, Jonathan Groff was not in it. It was Gideon Glick, who I also yeah. saw in um, right. To Kill a Mockingbird, and he was incredible in that awesome. role. And Christian right. Borrell was a in great who, dentist. Who I as the dentist, yeah. As Oren. Oren's his name, right? Yes. Oren, um, the dentist. Yeah. yeah. But what... What about Little Shop? Yeah, I mean, it is it is the dark it is the dark humor. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. what satire does so well is just shows us the worst part of everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, and and sort of takes a a very absurd concept in order to share a much bigger message about life. Mm-hmm. But I, I you know like it, it's hard not to put it on every single list because it's probably one of my favorite musicals ever mm-hmm. written. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a as a tenor that usually plays the unsung hero, yeah, 
It's uh, yeah. of course a dream <laughs> role of mine. So um, uh, anyway, it's yeah, and I I mean along along the way, I think the hilarity comes from how dark and awful everybody is to each other. Yeah, you know, but much like good good television, in my opinion, like really good comedy television comes from that same idea. You know, mm-hmm. like like the way that people tr- treat each other can often be the humor mm-hmm. and and yeah. and yeah. The, and the tragedy and of course little shop of horrors is very much a tragedy so mm-hmm. well let me yeah. ask you this yep <laughs> does the movie make you angry the, because they changed that ending with rick moranis and everything that yes right? where where the where the plant is supplanted yes at the end <laughs> rather than i think yes i think that it doesn't it doesn't stay true to the style of the musical right if mm-hmm. if this were a, if this were a play and it was written 400 years ago it would that would have never happened like yeah that, it just wasn't in the style of how the thing was written um and it truly doesn't make sense however i also um have written many many scripts and movies that I've changed the ending in order for it to be commercially successful. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm okay with the sellouts. I truly am most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'll never be a purist in that sense because I am also trying to make money and make a living. (laughs) So (laughs) if it means that it is going to reach more people, then I'm grateful Mm -hmm. that they did it, you know? And I don't think a lot of people pick up on the theme of the destructive nature of capitalism yeah. in that show. <laughs> oh, um, that's, that's what, so I, yeah, yeah, it, it's <laughs> I, you know, already I think to most it's just a um, plant man, yeah, a plant, plant eating nerdy guy, and only the people who care to look into it. <laughs> um, right, but yeah, a wonderful show. Yes, great show. I agree. So we know my number two. two. My number two. We have already mentioned a lot. It is Book of Mormon, um, which I have I have always loved. Book of Mormon. Actually, I was going through. I always play the songs of the shows that I've put on my lists on my way here, and I was looking through, and I said, you know, Book of Mormon might be one of the only shows I can think of that every single song is hilarious, and every (laughs) single song I love, and I will gladly listen to all the time and I don't know why that's so rare for me but it's um I love that it's it's such a good musical I I have it, I've picked it up and looked at it multiple times in my life and it you, as you said it's always been fresh it's always been funny mm-hmm. um and scary think, yeah <laughs> like like you were saying it's scary it's like wow are we supposed to and there mm-hmm. is that incredible line obviously mm-hmm. Cancel culture exists, unfortunately, yeah. and mm-hmm. and and who knows if if it is going to be across that line at some point. And I think we address that. And if it needs to go, it needs to go. I'm sure in some places it already has sure. crossed that line. Sure, and I and I think you know that that is what it is. As someone of immense privilege, I will not be the one to make that decision. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and yeah. and I also will not be the one to like get upset. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it truly is like it's so close to that line. There is one line I'm I'm gonna I wanna bring up in the show, mm-hmm. which Elder Cunningham says, right? And every time the audience is so uneasy about how they're gonna deal mm-hmm. with it, which is when he meets Nabalungi, he's this character that is so naive and innocent, mm-hmm. has truly 
probably hardly spent his life around anyone, any pretty girl who has talked to him ever, mm-hmm. right? He just wants a best friend. That's his whole objective mm-hmm. in life. He meets this this um, African girl, and mm-hmm. after he meets her, he says the line, oh, I know, right? She is such a hot shade of black. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that line, right? And every time you can hear, you can hear the grumble mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. audience. You know what I mean? Whereas... I, I do think, you know, I, I mean, I can defend the line because I understand the character, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. However, if it is perceived in a certain way yeah. to somebody else, how am I to say, like, no, you're cancel culturing it. I don't know. That's a weird, mm-hmm. a weird place. But that right there, in my opinion, is what makes this musical fairly daring. You know, like, yes. there, there are elements that are pretty daring in this musical. Might need to be changed at some point, but... Up to this point, it's been it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's had a good run. Yeah. And you you've um, and you've seen it, haven't haven't you? Seen I have. It? You saw it? I have. How many times? I saw. I've seen. Uh, I've seen it once. And who Actually, did you see play Elder Cunningham? I did not see you. <laughs> I saw oh. the other one. Oh, you didn't, didn't see me. Oh, the I disappointment. Oh. I, I thought for sure, as like my friend, as like someone that you would have come and as seen. As someone me. you can trust. Like, I just Whoa. came to a show and you just happened to not show up. No, oh, she I actually think. specifically looked for a show that you were not yeah. performing. Right, <laughs> no. I know. And yeah. spe- speaking of the time, I've got to go, guys. I'm so sorry because oh. you didn't come and see oh. my show. Yeah, so. understandable. <laughs> yeah. Um,. You saw, I saw you, Serena's life flash before her eyes. It, it's <laughs> I would never, ever actually get like, like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is Wait, so ever. you're not leaving? No, she's okay. not leaving. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, like, Serena. I said yeah, something like, for I, you guys. Yeah. I think I no. I think I blacked out for I, a second and I just came back earth. to you saying you had to leave and I was like, well, what are we supposed to do? Hey, listen, uh, Chase, you're keeping us on our toes. I love it. That's I love it. Did you see Cody play the role then? I did, yeah. So, he did a wonderful job. Oh, I've seen oh, we're I've getting seen a lot ah, oh. Yeah. We might have to cut that out of the audio or else yeah, it's kind of your... funny, am I yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It... <laughs> yeah, there's issues happening a lot I, right I love now. it. People are going to be in and out. They're going to be on their toes. It's going to be incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, it goes till 2.15 a.m., so Dang. we'll see when we're going to get out of here. Oh, gosh. Um, in the meantime, Evan, what is your number two? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, My we're number doing, two. doing podcasts. Oh, that's right. This is the Take 5 podcast. Um, My number two has already been said, okay. and it is the 25th Annual Putnam County hey! Valley Meetings. Um, not much left to say that hasn't already been said, um, but... It's really funny. It's it's really funny. Take it from us. Um, It's funny. Take it from us. And, um, I love it because every single show is uniquely funny Mm -hmm. in its own way. In every show you're going to get something slightly different, which is the case with every show, Mm -hmm. but it's very noticeable in in a show Mm -hmm. like Putnam. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> it's just, it's a hoot and a half. What can I say? A hoot and a half. A hoot and a half. Oh my gosh, have you um, guys been following Leslie Leslie Jordan on Instagram? No, I haven't. Yes. Um, hello, yes, get on that. Leslie Jordan is the <laughs> is the actor who was in Will and Grace. He played, mm-hmm. what was his character's name? Anyway, 
and he's... Oh, I know who you're talking about. I've seen been, him on TikTok. Yes, he's been lighting it up. He's so yes. lovely. So, anyway. What you just reminded doing? me of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit. What, you, what y'all doing? Screw it? Yeah. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> All right. We are on to honorable, honorable mentions. Honorable I mentions. almost said to number one. Yeah. That would have been no, so no, misleading. No, 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 no. Um, Don't oh, confuse gosh. our dear, sweet audience. I know. Audience. I, I, I almost ruined dear it Dear, sweet you, audience, Chase. I would never confuse you. Oh, well, I didn't either. <laughs> okay. Chase, could you give us... As many of your honorable mentions as you, you want like. me to say Pre- some honorable mentions. Preferably like three. Yeah. Three, three. honorable mentions. Okay, if you want to go for one or two, that's fine. Yeah. I think um, I'm I'm trying to decide what what to list. Um, mm-hmm. I think Xanadu would have to be oh. on an honorable mention list. Very funny. Do you, you guys don't know much about Xanadu? Um, I, don't, I, don't. I know. I know. Time. I know of Xanadu, mm-hmm. and I've seen videos about Xanadu, um, but I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that it was um, a comedy. Comedy. It's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> the movie is more. I think the movie was. I don't know the movie very well. I just know the musical. But I think mm. the movie was trying to take itself pretty seriously. Yeah, that that's what I that's what uh. I know it from. But but what the musical did was took that and turned it into um it making fun of itself, which is oh, okay. which is some of the best comedy ever. <laughs> Um, so add that to the list, making fun of yourself. Yeah. Making fun of yourself is really yes, funny. Yes. I mean, gosh, <laughs> so many comedians have become famous mm-hmm. because of that. Um, mm-hmm. How to succeed in business without really trying is hilarious. Great. Um, oh, my goodness. Here we go again. Another flash. And oh. c- accompanied with thunder. Thank you. We're really, we're in an interesting spot right now. Here at the Take 5 podcast, yeah. our um, our building is currently tearing apart. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, you you guys are cutting out. Like, you're hearing. Oh, really? Oh, are we really? In the best way. It, this is so. Oh, okay. It's so real it's what so you guys are going and through. Raw. Yeah. yeah. What you guys are okay. dealing with. Any other honorable mentions you care to throw? Uh, I can't. I honestly can't think of anything right now. One so. is perfectly fine, Chase. Yes. Don't you feel okay. bad about that? Oh, oh, seconds. I did. Sorry, I did say how to succeed in business. Yeah, you guys right, right, right. That, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. dumb. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, we've mentioned Little Shop. Which I don't think I need to go much into. I've always wanted to play Audrey. Mm. And when I first learned about it, I was like, okay, that's cool plan. I'll probably see it one day. But it was when I learned about the dentist that I was like, ooh, that's funny. And I was like, I like that That's a dream role of mine. The dentist is my favorite character in that show. So Um, good. You'd be a great dentist. So I, Thank you. I believe. Oh, I was talking about Serena. I don't, oh yeah, no. I mean, no. If I, I was, like, I was, but Evan, okay. I was, also. I was thanking you on Serena's back. Yeah, I'm very shy. I'm, I'm very shy. Evan um, speaks I, for me. He I can understand like, why you wouldn't have picked up on that. <laughs> I love though that the male in us is like, oh, oh yeah, oh thank. Oh, you, you me, me, <laughs> yes, yes, the you, entitled you'd be great white too. boy. No, you'd be great. Uh, <laughs> We can do a production where yeah. maybe I can be Audrey in that production. Oh, of course. Um, right. And you can be Oren, and then well, you can be, um, what's his face? What's his face? What's the main character? The main character the <laughs> Seymour. Seymour. Yeah, There's a whole song. So forgettable. It. He's so forgettable. So forgettable. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, my other one okay. is Falsettos, which we have talked enough we, about. Oh, it's amazing. Love it. Love it. It's very witty, very witty, very dry, very human. Mm. Yes. Mm. Then, then I have uh, another Mel Brooks, uh, Young Frankenstein, oh, which I yeah. very much enjoy. Igor yeah. is hilarious. The only thing of that I've seen is the Sutton Foster performance yeah. on, um, on, yeah, of yeah. Roll in the Hay. Another role I want to play. Uh, on Roll. Letterman. Um, I don't have I don't have much to say about it. I think it speaks for itself. I just know that I crack up every time it opens up for putting on the Ritz. And he just goes, singing it, if you're blue, and, and it just goes, uh, da 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 And he just goes, on the red! <laughs> just the so Frankenstein's monster, and he's tapping, and it's that cracks me up. Um, that's three. That's three. I just wanted to uh, give a little shout-out to the play that goes wrong. I know it's a play, but, like, I wrote it down because it's the funniest thing um, I've seen. No, no, noise is off, too? Noise is off, too, you mean? Do you guys know Noises Off, right? Of course. I, I don't. I know of it. I've never seen oh it. Oh my I'm god! I'm sorry. This generation, Noises Off I is know. the original play that goes wrong. Although play that goes okay. wrong is also wonderful. Yes. Noises Off. You should see the movie. It has everyone that is famous and brilliant in it is okay. in the in the original movie. So. Man, this is so funny. I just, <laughs> as I was talking, I had my my list sitting on my lap, mm-hmm. and. I guess the sound thing turned on where you talk into it and it like puts it down. So there's just this hodgepodge of words. <laughs> this is what you sound down. like. This yeah, and like <laughs> and gibberish. like I know that it was listening because Xanadu comes up a few times. <laughs> oh good. Um. So yeah, good job, I'll, Siri. I'll, I'll leave it there for now. Okay. So if you have my honorable mentions, Great. um, one is curtains. Oh. Um, which is a musical from the 2000s. Yep. Um, one of the later Kander and Ebb shows, and it, it's mm-hmm. about a, a, a murder that occurs in the theater. And, um, you know, one of the greatest performances David Hyde Pierce has ever done, who is also in Spam a lot, but mm-hmm. um, he really shines in this role. Um, and, yeah, just Kander and Ebb uh, humor that isn't brought down by being about um, murder culture in yeah. the 20s or the rise of Nazism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nazis so, again, adding that Nazis to the Nazis again, list. wow. <laughs> yep. um, another is A Gentleman's Guide to Love mm-hmm. and Murder, which has one of the funnest roles ever in which one person plays an of entire course. family. Of course. Um, and just... Such wonderful, yeah. such wonderful, I, Americanized British humor. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. I'm posh and I talk up like this. I have to say, I, I am probably the black sheep of this idea. I saw the original cast three times. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I think the t- tickets were cheap or something. Mm-hmm. I hardly laughed at really? the show. I saw it three times because it's brilliant. Yeah. Right? It's so brilliant. But for some reason, like, it wasn't, and it could be because I'm a moron. That could be it. Hmm. But I, I, I somehow, like, it didn't tickle my fancy. What it did do was it made me think, this is incredible work. Yeah. Like, like the, the performances, the mm. style, the writing, the set. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like, this is just well-crafted. But. And I think in that sense, it is a comedy. So Right. With all those considered, it deserves it still, 
It's still, in my opinion, one of the best comedies. Comedies. And did it <laughs> yes. did it win? It... Yes, it won Best Musical. Yeah, I mean, come on. So, yeah. yeah I mean, come on. It and deserves. That's all, that's all you need. <laughs> right. Um, and then a third honorable mention, which I'm very surprised has not been stated mm. yet, Ooh. is Urinetown. Oh, I have um, yet to see it, and I really want to. Urine Town. Hey, guys, is... we haven't given our number one yet, though. Oh. <gasps> you guys can't get a visual, but Chase just flicked his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't say it like that. That sounds like you're being like a demon. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is a little grody. It's a little grotesque. Um, but, yeah, you're in town. Just one of the most <laughs> hilarious premises that just becomes so dark at the end and it's like oh this is what's happening and that's funny in its own right because it's like oh they are taking it there um and just all the characters the way each character is both their own villain but also has this wonderful soft side to them Oh, it's just so so lovely. But that's enough of honorable mention. We Love are it. on to our number one. Our number I, one. I don't I don't need to talk about it, but I need to give an honorable mention that I forgot to. Mm-hmm. Um, can you hear me, by the way? Yes. Yeah, totally. I can hear the tropical storm going on there. Oh wow! It sounds. Really? It's not like even that it. loud, right? Now. I mean, it's probably like the fact that the power lines are broken. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, no. As long I as you can hear me. I don't think we've seen any interruptions with your. Yeah. Oh, to, to us. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Dude, Utah's solid over here. <laughs> solid. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Utah. Shout out to Utah. <laughs> That's going to be my running joke for this. <laughs> where it's at. <laughs> Utah's where it's at, dude. <laughs> um, actually, a lot of it people on Broadway. Chase right now. A lot of people on Broadway are from Utah, actually. So, mm. yeah. A lot of Utah people. Yeah. A lot, a lot of good singers. Not a lot of good actors come from Utah because we try and mm. stuff our our bad feelings down here. We're yeah. taught to we're taught it, to it not must, feel the it, conflict. It must be the salt in the air that just really makes mm. the voices nice and smooth. Oh, um, nice and salty is what how people yeah, say. Yeah, nice and salty. Gosh. Um, okay. All uh, right. Quick honorable mention is yes. Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson, which, oh. I, which I did years ago, which is actually really funny, really dark. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say. I would never think of that show as a comedy, I, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I think it's a satire. I'm pretty sure it's a satire. Oh, yeah, well, it's a it. satire, but not all yeah. satires necessarily. Well, I guess satire by definition is would, making is, fun of something could, through comedy. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's, I, it's I definitely, it's I definitely don't listen to that, and I definitely don't laugh. Yeah, it's, I just go it's like, gnarly. Oh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, totally. I agree. Um, anyway, so my my number one, my favorite musical of my my. In fact, this is my favorite musical of all time, but also really? favorite comedy um, mm-hmm. is You're in Town. You, oh, you brought okay. it up. There we go. It is it up uh, just before I and and I of course I started out with just the fact that I love satire. I love absurd theater. Um, mm-hmm. You know, back from absurdist theater. All the way totally. to, I mean, my my middle son's name is Beckett, so I'm a nerd about yeah. that <laughs> stuff. I um, I'm a big absurdist theater nut too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and you're in town. Really, just took the the politics and just played on them in mm. such a funny way. Um, and I also it it's also I I played the role of Bobby Strong a couple times uh-huh. and just 
sort of fits in with with where I like to be as a comedic actor, you know. Yeah. Such a good play. There was a version that was done uh, here in Utah, actually. And you guys, when you're done here, you need to go and watch videos of it because it is mm. so hilarious. <laughs> um, mainly because of the director. The director took mm. took some of the ideas and ran with it. He had Cladwell in a wheelchair, sort of like an F- a play on FDR, and it sort of brought mm. up like it brought up the empathy for the bad guy type idea. Then at yeah. the the end of the show, little Sally runs up and kicks Cladwell, and Cladwell stands up. <laughs> he had been faking it the whole time. Just absolutely genius. At, at, and I will take any criticism of FDR because he gets way too much praise as it is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, there's also during Follow Your Heart, right? Yeah, Follow Your Heart yeah. with, with Bobby and Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, because they're so naive, when we were in rehearsal, we were trying to figure out, well, they wouldn't just like kiss at the end of this thing, but there's some. there's definitely sexual tension. So we ended up literally having a full makeout scene that started with <laughs> and I'm not even joking like the For those who cannot the... see Chase is kissing his hand placing <laughs> on and the play... imaginary lips and yes. then it, it... Yeah, and, and then it, and it escalates. It yes. Oh my gosh. And in, I and in, I in fiery passion. And I just and I have to say the audience every night was just dying on the floor. And there's two times in my life when I have experienced like crowds just like roaring at the end of numbers. Two times that mm-hmm. I've experienced it. Um not personally, well as an both as an audience member and as an actor. It was after Run Freedom Run. Mm-hmm. It just felt like you could feel the air of people's cheering, like hit yeah. you. It was just so palpable. And mm-hmm. then the second time is after I believe, and I yeah. don't, I don't play that character. But mm-hmm. every without fail, after I it's believe, so funny. The audience just loses it. It's incredible, <laughs> and you can imagine at the end playing out their price and just stopping, and all of a sudden, just this man. I mean. Can you be fed with anything better? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So And that that also is the case at the end of springtime for him. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So funny. Um the last thing I'll say is that you're in town um is based off of I I mean, I think that they got the style of you're in town based off of a Cohen Brothers movie called The Hudsucker Proxy, which you should Never watch sometime. Right, exactly. But you know the <laughs> Cohen brothers. They're very famous, right? No Country for Old Men and Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh yes, uh, the Coen yeah. Brothers, very famous directors yeah. and writers. Anyway, they wrote this movie called The Hudsucker Proxy, and it is absolutely genius. And it's a satire. I mm. bet you guys will watch it and be like, "Man, Chase has <laughs> o- old man humor or something." I don't know. I don't know. I think it's absolutely genius. You're in town is genius, and the fact that they got the idea for this play by going to Europe. And forgetting to budget in bathroom tokens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like forgetting that you had to pay to pee in Europe. Then they wrote a musical based off of that. <laughs> Genius. Anyway, moving on. Yes, my number one, which we have already talked about. I don't uh, know how much. And I've talked about it on the show so many times. I don't know how much more praise I can give it. Ooh. But it is the producers. Yeah. Um, I had seen it a couple years well back. Well I've said, and it, I just fell in love with it. It was exactly my kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Nathan Lane and Matthew Broderick uh, in it, Seven. and I love Gary Beach. 
and it's just so it's exactly what I want from a comedy and mm -hmm. I just it's perfect to me mm -hmm. um Trying to remember some points I was trying to make. I, I've said this before. I, Every time I watch Springtime for Hitler, I die laughing. Mm -hmm. And slash high on myself. Slash high on myself. <laughs> um, and just uh, there's a moment. I love there's a moment in the office between Matthew Broderick and uh, mm -hmm. Nathan Lane. Matthew Broderick is on the ground with his blankie, and this was the first time in the show that I sort of just like lost it. The first time uh -huh. I saw it because I saw the movie. I saw the movie before mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. And he's on the ground, and and Nathan Lane is like yeah, upset yeah. over. He's like ah, and and yeah. Matthew Broderick goes, "You're gonna jump on me, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> jump on jump me, jump on me." And I I just remember like losing it. <laughs> it's so funny. I I found uh, <laughs> Leo is one of my favorite characters, even though he's kind of seen a little bit of as a straight man, just because I love they took this just sad slow accountant and they just said. Mm. Let's add in the fact that uh, he has a support blanket and he's kind of a whiny little mouse. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and that just made it so much because that that blanket is brought up in the show. But I'm realizing when I look back, it's not brought up that much. Just in the beginning scene, he just brings out this blanket and starts rubbing his face. I I'm, I I might be remembering incorrectly, but I think that might be a Gene Wilder original. Um, oh really? I, I can't remember. Am he I he came up with oh, the blanket. Another yeah. flash flood. Oh, uh, Gene Wilder played it in the original. Yes. Played the role. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought um, you were saying he came up with the blanket bit. Which, no. Which well, well, I'm me. I'm saying it. I I think perhaps um, this could be another fact that I'm mm -hmm. just pulling entirely. I love, these. I love yes. these. Look it up. So write these down. Don't look them up, <laughs> and um, take them to your grave. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm pretty sure um, that he came up with the blanky thing. Mm. It also, it stems from the movie, and I'm pretty sure it was some sort of a improvised thing. So I think that's why mm -hmm. it's not super heavy mm -hmm. in the script. It doesn't mm -hmm. get so much representation uh, that way. But um, the, the, the genius of the show, though, is, I mean, obviously the story arc is mm -hmm. unbelievable. The concept is yeah. genius. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing that truly like has made it one of the best musicals of all time, and for you, the best musical of all time, is that the funniest. They allowed they well that it's funny. No, that they that they allowed the actors to rehearse. They allowed the actors to play like they had a process, and because mm -hmm. of that process, we have all of these bits that weren't even a part of the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. no writer wrote these down. It was characters. It was actors. Yeah. jiving off of each other and now we have all these nuanced moments that like you know it's like it's like your favorite knowing the lyrics to every every song on an album you just like you can't help but quote it yeah because it's so so yeah. honest and so you know it's an inside joke it is every yeah it's yeah. incredible i think i think we talked to, i don't know if it was on coco but i think i was talking to coco once and she had said um that when she watched it she said you know, it seemed like Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane just had an inside joke that I wasn't getting, and I was like, "That's yeah, that's the that's the show." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they right. they they really did, but I I think that just makes it 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 the it makes the energy a lot better for me. I don't know why, just when the actors are enjoying themselves, yeah. it makes it so much more yeah. enjoyable. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And it it's just a I think it's a classic comedy that's like. Which 
plays in quite nicely oh. to my number one. Oh. It has already been stated before. Oh. It was the first one stated, oh. which is oh. the drowsy oh, chaperone. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, awesome, yeah. dude. Full circle. Full circle. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, what what more is there to say? Beth Level can mm. rock my whole world. Um, <laughs> and it's just pure genius. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. So genius. Wonderful. Wunderbar. Wunderbar. Zergut. I know. Where, where are the bootlegs for all these? I need those right now. Seriously. Um, I totally so don't know. I don't know. On me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Listen. For legal matters yeah. on the Take 5 podcast, we do not know the answer to that yes. question, Chase. And I will not text you. Oh, got you. And there later. is no winking going on. No. 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 Take. Hey. Take. Take. Heart listeners and know that we are not winking at each other right now. at all. Serena, yeah. isn't it true that you took a video, a bootleg of me while I was in Book of Mormon when you came and saw me do it? Oh wait! Oh wait a, oh, minute. Wait a minute! And I think that's a good place to end on accusing <laughs> Serena. <laughs> Guys, wait! Cuts My off. My career. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. And it cuts. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank Chase, you so, so much. much for joining yes. us. Yeah. I'm really sad that I dressed up in a tux and we're not. Yeah, like it's not video. You know what? But you look great. You. Thank you. Yeah. I spent a lot of money on this tux just for this meeting. Yeah. Media. yeah. And yeah. are 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 you in the Taj Mahal right now? Is that yeah, where you are? Really? Honestly, wow. I, I'm one of those rich actors that just thought I'd yeah. just travel the world at this travel time. Travel the world. Like oh, nice little break. Um, your butler's coming Because Broadway <laughs> people make so much money. I don't know if you guys know this. Yeah. We're, um, we're, I, they, my nickname is Dwayne Johnson, in fact. Yeah. That's how yeah. wealthy I am. <laughs> Whose nickname is The Rock? Yeah. 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 Nickname, yeah. It's yeah, really your layered. Nick, your, nick, layered. <laughs> your nickname is not The Rock. Your nickname is Dwayne Johnson. But yes. Dwayne Johnson's nickname is name The is Rock. The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah, get yeah. confused all the time. I know. And I yeah, look like fine. him, so we get it mixed up. I'm like yeah, really muscular. Yeah, that too. And, yeah. Um, especially in that beautiful tux you're wearing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for thank joining you. us. Thank you. so much. And it's been wonderful. This is this was very fun. Yes, this was very <laughs> fun. I love comedy. What it, and yep. also th- thank you for allowing a place to remember how wonderful yes. Broadway is, and we cannot yeah. wait yes. for it to come back. It's what this is all about. Yes. We we need, and we're gonna need to laugh more than ever. So I hope there are a lot of good comedies coming out of this. Yeah. Yes. Right? But we know that there's already a lot of old ones that you can always go back. Yes, sir. Oh, that's classics. definitely not promoting watching them on bootlegs, yes. but there's they're definitely out there. But on <laughs> that note. Or they aren't. <laughs> or they aren't. But on that note, note let's, let's take, take five. five.